time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday, your best look ahead to the weekend sport. Major focus, as always, on the Dons with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, following last week's Scottish Cup success against Dundee United, it's back to Ladbrokes SPFL Premiership tomorrow and a tricky visit to Easter Road to play Hibs. We'll have the rest of the weekend action. Of course, we'll have, as ever, the predictor and with music very much to the fore for the Red Army representation. So, Easter Road tomorrow, and it's always such a hard place to go, Dave. Yes, it is indeed, Dave. Don's boss, Derek McInnes, expects a tough test in Leith tomorrow. Although we've beaten them twice, I thought down at Easter Road there was nothing in the game. We showed a real bit of quality with Gary Mackay-Stevens' goal and a pass from Kenny, but um, there wasn't really a lot in the game, penalty box to penalty box, but we should come up with that moment to separate the, the teams but here was a bit different you know we were very good on the day um, Hibs by their own admission probably the poorest of the season which has not been um, a common theme they normally had a good level of performance and uh, I've no doubts that they'll be coming um, expecting a, you know, a better performance and to try and win the game being at home so I like Easter Road for atmosphere we'll take over 2,000 uh, supporters there the support snapped up the tickets and uh, it's got all the makings of a very good atmosphere. Hopefully we can get a similar outcome to what we've had before. Yeah, it's uh, always one to look forward to because it's such a, a great vantage point, Andrew, in terms of uh, f- we're doing commentary and tomorrow we'll have uh, former Aberdeen and Hibs uh, defender Michael Hart with us. Yeah, once you get to the, the top of that stand and uh, get your breath back. That takes about <laughs> an hour. <laughs> does yes. well. But I was just looking back at the stats and Hibs haven't scored against Aberdeen in their last seven league meetings with us at Easter Road and we're undefeated in the last ten there, four draws and six victories. So uh, it's, it's it is one of the happier hunting grounds, uh, although it will be a very tough game. But uh, as the manager mentioned, you know, we've beaten Hibs twice already this season. Gary Mackay-Steven in a rich vein of form against them. So uh, there's no reason for Aberdeen to be going down there in any sort of fearful state. Yep. Uh, obviously, we miss Graham Shinney for the next couple of games. He'll be a big loss, but the chance for other players to come in, Dave. And uh, the other thing that's been apparent is that we've been goals have been coming from all eight areas of apart from the goalkeeper of the team yes absolutely and the manager is uh, very happy with the side scoring spree I think there's a good level of goal as well you know it's it's um, you know it's you're up against teams a lot of the time who sit in and then you have to break them down and it's getting those um, the opening goal at times that maybe forces opposition to come out but I've been really pleased with the fact the way the patience was shown I think the spread of goals I think the creativity um, has been great and I think some of the individual goals we've seen in the last few weeks you know you know, McKenna's Mackay Stevens and, and uh, now McGinn you know but there's no doubt in that um, we're, we're creating plenty of chances in each game and hopefully some similar on Saturday One player who looks as though he's finally I mean he had a, a, an aborted comeback against St Mirren after the, the injury that he sustained against Rangers a while back Stevie May he, he's been out for so long but uh, he's a player that's got still so much to contribute Absolutely I mean it's it's been a, a very stop-start season for Stevie May but we've seen in the occasional flashes uh, of what a potent goal scorer he is and how important he is to the side both creatively and in terms of, of goals but uh, you know 
it is testimony to the strength of the squad that we haven't missed him when he's been out. So it's almost like having a new striker, a new signing there, just to add to the firepower that already exists. Yeah, and uh, I think Stevie will be glad to get back, if not for any other reason, that he's way down the goal-scoring charts. There's too, too many players ahead of him, which you won't like. Yes, indeed. He's got a lot of uh, catching up to do, and Andrew just touched on it a moment ago. Derek McInnes says getting Stevie back, it's exactly like signing a new player. A wee bit disappointed last week we couldn't get onto grass um, as often as we would have liked, and that restricted Stevie's training. That's why he wasn't involved on Sunday, and... We thought we'd try and get another fool's week into him, but again, um, a wee bit hampered by the weather early part of the week, but he's managed to get a couple of grass sessions now, and, and he says he's moving particularly well, and really pleased to get him back in amongst it. Yeah, I think uh, Stevie May back tomorrow. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll probably start on the, the bench rather than go straight back in because uh, the goal's have been flowing quite well without Stevie at the moment. Well, that, that's that's the thing. It's it's not as though we've been struggling to find the back of the net. And, uh, you know, Adam Rooney's scoring goals, McGinn's scoring, uh, Mackay Stevens scoring. Uh, he may just have to bide his time, but what a, a very good addition to have if you need him coming off the bench. Absolutely. And uh, another player who has uh, been up in front of the press this week, um, Andrew Scott McKenna. And uh, if you just think of where Scott was at the beginning of this season, he must be pinching himself. Yeah, he, he probably is. He's had to bide his time. He's had setbacks um, that he's overcome. Uh, I just wonder what his... Uh, sort of uh, thoughts will be going back to Easter Road again because of course last season the last time he played there he half John McGinn and just walked off before the red card was shown to him in the Scottish Cup but uh, he's a strong strong character Scott McKenna he's shown that by overcoming setbacks by getting into the team and cementing his place in the team he's such a, a an impressive level headed guy his feet are firmly planted in the ground and he, he knows what his future holds for him yeah and he's got uh, if he keeps in Free, he's mm. got some career ahead of him. Yeah, yeah, he's, he, he certainly has. The progress he's made has been uh, quite incredible, and he's full of praise uh, for how the gaffer has nurtured him along. Even when I wasn't playing, he was taking me to the office and he was giving reasons why I wasn't playing, reasons why, or reasons what he wanted me to do, what I need to do better to try and get in the team. And I think that I've done, I've done most of them, and then he has given me the chance. So I think you have seen it with Scott, he's had a bit of game time. Danny's come on now and again. Frank's made a couple of appearances, so it is starting to come. Like boys that have been younger are starting to get a chance now. And uh, Scott McKenna there. And in terms of the game, it's also an opportunity to uh, put real daylight between ourselves and uh, fourth place. Well, that, that's it. I mean, Hibs will, will still harbour hopes of being able to catch up with Aberdeen if they were to win the game tomorrow, uh, put pressure on Rangers and, you know, really create a, a real, really tight battle for second spot. But uh, I think Aberdeen seem to have the bit between their teeth. They're a good second half of the season team. And as you say, I think we can create that 11-point gap between ourselves and Hibs by winning tomorrow. And a chance, again, because Rangers don't play mm. till Sunday to open up six-point gap. Yes, indeed. And as for uh, the potential 11-point gap uh, with the, the high Bs, the manager says it's a chance to virtually end Hibs' hopes of grabbing that second place. No, second spot's still up for grabs at the minute. European spots. You know, Hearts will be pushing Hibs and ourselves and Rangers. Um, to get into that um, and I think it's there's still so many points to play for I think 36 points from our point of view so whether we win lose or draw the game you know it'll not have any real bearing on, on the rest of the campaign 
but you know if we can get an 11 points gap between us and Hibs then obviously we'd, lo- we'd love that at this stage of the season This is North Sound 1's Red Friday I'm Dave McDermott joining me as ever Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway and uh, Hibs against Aberdeen um, Dave you're one to watch tomorrow my one to watch, um, Gary Mackay, Stephen, we've mentioned him already. He really looks to be getting into his stride now, doesn't he, with Aberdeen. Two goals against Dundee United last weekend, a, a really good performance to boot. Scored the only goal, of course, at Easter Road earlier this season, as well, of course, as that uh, wonderful hat-trick against the Hybies at Pittodrie. And he'll be confident of putting Hibs to the sword once again. Yeah, he loves playing against Hibs. He certainly has this season. Anyway, Andrew, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go for the man that created that goal for G. GMS down at Easter Road and that's Kenny McLean who I think is playing as well now as he's ever played for Aberdeen in fact probably as well as he's ever played in his career uh, since sealing the move to Norwich uh, outstanding against Dundee United last week a wonderful headed goal that he scored immediately after Sam Stanton had brought United back into the game he has such a big influence on a game that I can see him doing the same again running the show and of course he's up against his old teammate John McGinn who will be determined to do that for Hibs so Kenny he's got that wee added edge to his game that he wants to outshine McGinn and it looks as though Dave will have a, a sellout crowd which is fantastic great atmosphere yeah, it, it, it's amazing. A, a couple of days ago, Hibs uh, on their website said less than 500 tickets left. Aberdeen, of course, what a magnificent response from the Red Army. A week ago, the 2,200 allocation, all gone. We'll continue our build-up to the weekend after these. It's time to talk dogs. Stand free with North Sound 1's Red Friday. You're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and Dave McDermott. The Dons are in league action at Easter Road tomorrow afternoon. Let's hear from Hibs boss, Neil Lennon. That's near enough a sellout, which is brilliant for the club and it shows how much progress the team has made. You know, we're off the back of a fantastic win at Abrox and uh, we're playing against a team who are in great form, scoring a lot of goals. You know, they've beaten us twice already and probably given us a... You know, our, our biggest test of the season, really, outside the old firm. You know, up at Prodigy, they outplayed us, and we're by far the better team. So, you know, hopefully we've learned from that. And Derek's done a, a brilliant job there. You know, they're a very strong team. You know, free scoring and, you know, deservedly in second place at the moment. And before we leave tomorrow's game, let's get the views of Jeff and Lawrence, kid in the kit room. I think the score is going to be 1-0 Aberdeen. We did play pretty well at Pottery against Tibbs, so hopefully we'll do the same away. Not like last time, only a goal into it. Hibs are a good team because Neil Lemon is an animal. Well, the Dons are in league action at Easter Road tomorrow afternoon. But 10 years ago this week, they faced Bayern Munich in the last 32 of the UEFA Cup. This is Super Scoreboard on North Sound 1, following the Dons in Europe. Chance to cross it in, Mikey! What a goal that is! It's Aberdeen 1, Nipro now drops to Jamie Smith, tries to volley! Yeah! He's through. Has he got the composure? Life for him. Miller gets the ball across his head. Turns on the touch. He's got it. It's a goal. Richard Foster. Aberdeen four. Copenhagen nil. They're in the last 32. I mean, people don't ridicule it, but they play down the UEFA Cup. But it meant a lot to these people. And I know for a fact it means a lot to me and my players in that dressing room. It was probably the highlight of my career, I know. 
you know, as, as probably the rest of the boys. It was unbelievable. It really was, you know, you wouldn't expect that. You know, you can get games, you know, that you're, that you're lucky in. But we only, it wasn't lucky. We played really, really well and we deserved it. And, and fair play to Bayern. They come in and, and they say, you've done brilliant. They were a good team. They were, they, were, they were a really, really good team. You know, and a great bunch of lads. Young Yoss came in and he was, he was brilliant. Xander and Lee won a flick on it and it landed in the box to, to Shawnee and Shawnee's got great feet and I just remember him he couldn't quite get turned to get a shot off himself and I just remember screaming for the ball just to lay it back perfectly off you know and it was just it just set up lovely for us just to just to whip it in and it was uh uh, as soon as it left my foot, it was in. Into Diamond. Now Shawnee Aluko in the centre, trying to get it down, trying to spin, trying to get a shot. Lays it back to Josh Walker! Yeah! Josh Walker with the goal! Oh Aberdeen have the lead against the best team in Germany! Bayern Munich nil. Aberdeen won! 24 minutes on the clock here! And the man who's on loan from Middlesbrough, Josh Walker, has given Aberdeen the lead. Goosebumps here myself. That's the first time I've heard that comment, commentary. I've heard it a few others, but that's the first time I've heard that. It, it's it's great to hear the passion, you know, because obviously oh, I was I was amazing. It was amazing, like. It is just life. He is super scoreboard on now sound one. Johnny had Johnny had you know, Johnny was a really really good player. You know, he's had a great career also. You know, but I'm sure he would say that was one of the best that he's played in, if not the best. Scoring. Against a, a world now team that by me, Nick, 19 years old, it's, it's amazing. It was Scott Seven was going to head it through, and so reacting off that and just reading, so I just made it a run through. Um, and Lee Miller, like I said, good hold up play, he's got a good touch. So many times in the season when I was going towards him, I'd, I'd gamble off the back of it and, and try and get him behind. And uh, he flicked it over the defender's head, and then I felt the presence of another defender coming up from my left hand side. So to flick it well, well I ended up flicking it over his head I, I, I was having a friend to push it in front of him and, and wait for him to run past with a speed and so I was made an instinctive decision to lift it over his head and, and take a snapshot and take the volley quickly and it was you know it was paid off keep putting it down in time and, and it went in and Just, that was, sounds like how it sounded in the stadium, to be honest. It was a massive reaction. Um, you know, a lot of people were surprised, ecstatic, happy, and yeah, well, obviously I was the same at the time. But... Tony steps up against Langfield, save, breaks to Tony again. Yeah, team like Bayern Munich, as you say, it was, it was an incredible achievement back then, and I don't think there's many Scottish teams that would do that now. Um, so it's something that I'll look back on fondly and see, I can't believe it's been 10 years. I still don't feel uh, that old, but one of those things that as an Aberdeen fan and as a former player, you look back on fondly and it's hopefully these sort of things can come back to Pataudry again. Well, uh, great memories, oh. Andrew, Dave. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't actually at the game. I watched oh. it on television. Um, I was having a supporter. Sub- yeah, I was having a sabbatical away from Petodri at the time. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, you can you can just tell from listening to the commentary. Uh, you you feel the the hairs in the back of your neck go up. I mean, my great memory of Bayern obviously was nineteen eighty three, but that one certainly sounds like it pushed it very close. Yeah, it was some night. 
Oh, it, it, it was an absolutely wonderful night, and uh, you know the, the the atmosphere. You know, Petodre, rightly so, is often criticised for being very quiet. It certainly wasn't that night. It was absolutely bouncing. And just when when I was interviewing the two goal scorers there in the last few days, to get their reaction to. David Ridd's excellent uh, commentary clips. You know, you know, they were saying it was. You know, they were coming out in goosebumps, and I was the same. Yeah, time now for the predictor. <laughs> the goosebumps have gone <laughs> yes. for now. Because here's the low point of the week. Yeah, yes. last week um, we all scored seven, which you'd have thought was enough to win it. Yes, but uh, Rachel Corsi, representing the Red Army, managed to get eight and became the first person to get points in all <sighs> six games. Can we banner? Yeah, I think we should. Uh, so, well done to Rachel. We'll come to the, the Red, who's representing the Red Army this week in just a couple of minutes. But uh, first of all, let's get our predictions, uh, starting off, uh, Andrew, with Ross County against Hearts. Well, um, you'd like to think that Ross County are going to get themselves out of trouble, but uh, I can't see it in this game. Hearts in the middle of a very good run, and uh, I can see Hearts winning 2-0. Tim Chow suspended for Ross County, so that just adds to their woes. Comfortable win for the Jambos. Dave? That's exactly what I've got. 2-0 to the Hearts for yeah, me. That, that one's the lunchtime kickoff tomorrow. I've gone 1-1. Uh, staying with you, Dave. Motherwell against Kilmarnock. Killy, of course, going great guns. Eight wins and just uh, one defeat in their last 11 games. And that was, of course, to Aberdeen. Motherwell, with a wee sticky spell, they emerged from that with back-to-back wins. However, I fancy Kilmarnock to take all three points here, 2-0. I think it'll be just a little bit tighter. Keepray's missing for Motherwell. Jordan Jones missing for Kilmarnock. And I'm going to go 2-1 for Killy. OK, I've gone 1-1. Uh, Andrew, staying with you, Partick at home to Dundee. Well, Dundee struggling. Uh, Partick Thistle, you know, all set to, to do what they normally do, finish the season reasonably well. They don't have Paul McGinn tomorrow, but I think they've got still too much firepower for a, a struggling Dundee side. 2-1 to Partick. Dave? I can't see past uh, the home side 1-0. Okay, I've gone 2-1. Partick, Hamilton against Rangers is a Sunday, as it is indeed the last two games are both Sunday kickoffs. Um, Dave, Hamilton against Rangers. Well, four losses on the spin for Ackies. I reckon it'll be five tomorrow. Rangers in good form, five wins from their last six. Hamilton will make it difficult. They'll fight and battle away, as Martin Canning's sides always do. But the light blues, I feel, will just be uh, too strong, 2-0. Andrew? 3-1 to Rangers, unfortunately. They will miss Jason Holt's uh, influence in the middle of the park. But uh, as Dave said, Hamilton really toiling at the moment yeah I've gone two on Hamilton and I really don't know why but uh, <laughs> uh, Andrew Celtic against St Johnson obviously also on Sunday yeah Scott Brown misses out uh, having managed to wangle a, a booking to get himself a suspension for this game which he obviously doesn't think is an important game for Celtic David Witherspoon uh, sent off a couple of weeks back so he misses out for uh, St Johnston I think there will be changes to the Celtic side after their heroics in midweek in Europe but I think they'll still manage to be too strong for St Johnston and come out 2-0 winners Dave yeah I've gone for a bit more of an emphatic scoreline 4-1 to the hoops ok I've gone 5-0 for Celtic well the Red Army uh, this week are represented by New Orleans based Aberdeen fan uh, Terry McDermott and uh, uh, also Craig Davidson who is another Aberdeen fan who's actually supporting Terry on his current tour 
I hear they're actually playing Cheers in Fraserburgh tonight in support of MND Scotland. Drummond's tomorrow at St Aberdeen. Uh, next Friday, they're at the Aberdeen Arms in Tarvis. And next Saturday, they're up in the Highland Capital in Inverness at Mad Hatters. So let's get the views representing the Red Army this week of Terry and Craig. Craig, do you want to start? We'll start off with Ross County against Hearts. How do you see that one going? 2-1 Hearts. 2-1 Hearts. 2-1 Hearts. Feel free to go for 11 alls and things like that because yeah. we, need, we need to catch up and the, the Red Army are winning far too easily. Um, Motherwell against Kilmarnock, Terry. It's it's pretty hard to see past Stevie Clark and Kilmarnock. He's doing moment. a great job. So uh, I'm going to, I'm sure Motherwell would disagree. They've been playing great too but um, I think I'll go for a, for a, a a 2-0 wonderful Kilmarnock okay Craig Partick against Dundee Partick Dundee aren't doing so great really. say Dundee will lose by 2 2-0 two mm-hmm. okay. that's actually fair mm-hmm. Hamilton Rangers the plastic of Hamilton which we certainly don't like playing on and I don't think too many teams do uh, you know I, I mean I hate to say it but Rangers seem to have found a vein of form and uh, they're actually scoring quite a few goals as they go for it so I think uh 3-1 Rangers is probably being generous to Hamilton, but I'm gonna I'll sit with 3-1. Fair. Yeah. Uh, Craig Celtic at home to St Johnston. Um, the way Celtic are playing and have been of late is um, I would say let's go 4-0 Celtic. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably fair for uh, four 0 yeah. And finally Terry the big one uh, down at Easter Road, Hibs we've beaten them twice already this season, Hibs against Aberdeen. It's a tight game going down there. You, it, well it has been. We've also we also had one of the best games of the of the year against them, don't we? But Easter Road's a slightly different proposition. I'll go two one Aberdeen. Okay, well let's hope that one yeah. definitely is right. But uh, yeah. thanks for joining us guys and all the very best for the album and thanks all the very having. best for the, the rest of the tour dates. Cheers. And that interview was recorded at Pitors and you can see the full video on our YouTube channel and we're still to do our own predictions for Hibs against Aberdeen uh, Andrew uh, I've gone 2-1 to Aberdeen uh, so that'll be Hibs scoring against us at Easter Road in a league game for the first time since May 2011 but I think we're going to win it Dave yeah, it, it's going to be a tight one, I think. I would agree with uh, the popular opinion. Hibs are a, a very good side, but I think Aberdeen legit 2-1. I've gone 2-0 Aberdeen. In League 2 tomorrow, Peter Header at home to Berwick Rangers and the top games in the Highlands. And P&J Highland League, a full card. Uh, Best-looking fixture on the card is for Martin against Brewer Rangers. Cove Rangers, the leaders, they are away to Keith. OK, and there's GA Cup action in the juniors as well as some Super League games, including bottom against top bankery against... Baxley, that's your lot for Red Friday for another week. Enjoy your weekend. Remember Hibs against the Dons tomorrow, three o'clock kickoff. Have a good weekend. It's North Sound One's Red Friday.